Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Disney Dive Podcast. I'm your host, Micah, and joining me today is my co-host, Rissa. How's it going, Rissa? Good. All right. So uh, last week, we talked a little bit about some of the Star Wars stuff coming to Disney+. Uh, and so this week, we're going to actually talk about the Star Wars celebration that happened um, last week, basically. Um, and it, it happened in Chicago, and then they had pretty much a whole weekend dedicated to Star Wars and everything that has to do with Star Wars. And they had a bunch of panels and a bunch of stuff that they were showing in there. So we're going to talk about that today, right? Yep. All right. So, uh, Rissa, did you get to look at any of the stuff that happened over this uh, Star Wars celebration weekend? Yeah, it was quite extensive. Definitely. And, I mean, there were people that showed up that we didn't even think would show up kind of, you know, like Josh Gad was was there, you know? Yeah, super uh, random. Super random. Um so let's let's talk about some of the stuff that they that they announced and some of the things that they showed us. Um even they even showed us a lot of things that had to do with Galaxy's Edge. And that was uh, pretty revealing and pretty exciting, right? I mean, cuz it showed some of the things behind the scenes as well as, you know, some of the immersiveness that we're going to see at Galaxy's Edge at Batu. So, um were you excited when you saw some of that uh again both excited and scared right 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 (laughs) but it does look like a really big investment that would pay off right oh yeah definitely um i think one of the things that was really cool was that they had some of the um ride vehicles there yes um especially the rise of the resistance um so you got to see what that was kind of like uh and they i believe they had more details around uh the black spire outpost as a whole Right, right. And um, Oka's Cantina. Yeah, so before we st- uh, talked about Galaxy's Edge, let's let's talk about one of the big reveals that they showed us, which was a trailer of Star Wars Episode Nine. Um, they had a whole panel on it where they had some of the actors, they had some people come up, talk about it, talk about the movie, talk about behind the scenes, and then they showed a trailer and they gave us the title. Yes. And uh, the title is Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Um, yeah. So you watched the trailer, correct? I did. Um, and I was geeking out. Yeah. What did you think? Uh, what are your thoughts on the on the trailer here that they released? What was with that Palpatine laugh? Exactly. Right? Right? It's like, like right what's before, going on? Like right before the laugh, you hear, um, I think it was Luke. Um, you yes. hear his voice saying yes. um, something about... People aren't always, those that have passed aren't really passed or something like that. Yeah, and then you hear the Palpatine laugh, right? Yeah. So he's alive? Right. What? (laughs) Right, right. Exactly. It's crazy. It's crazy. So Um, was, uh, what's his face? The the big giant dude? What was his name in in, uh, uh, 7 and 8? Which big giant dude? The one that Ray just killed easy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Snoke? Yeah, yeah. So was he just like a puppet head or what? That's the question, <laughs> right? That's the question. So yeah. that's um yeah, it's pretty it's pretty crazy. I mean, they they gave us a little bit of stuff, you know. They didn't give us everything, obviously. Um they did 
bring on stage uh, BB-8's new friend Dio. Um, it's a it's a astromech as well. Did you see mm-hmm. that little uh, green thing that looks like a a speaker? <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Dio. It's a another astromech. It's gonna be pretty cool. Um, but yeah. So I mean, what do you think of the title? The right, the rise of Skywalker. I mean, are they bringing Luke back? Are they talking about Kylo? Like, what's going on here? Right. I. I don't know if they're talking about Kylo or they're talking about Rey. Uh, I'm just like confusing, man, right? It's confusing, but then we it's JJ Abrams and it's really exciting because Last Jedi was not that great. <laughs> I know there are a lot of um diehard Star Wars fans out there that have uh really really big problems with the Last Jedi. Yes, um, I don't yes. blame them. Honestly, I don't blame them. Um from a storytelling standpoint, I can see where Rian Johnson was trying to go with it, uh, but there are a lot of problematic things with with that with that uh, that movie, especially when J.J. Abrams set such a good story up for him. And, Seriously, and he was just like, you know what? Seriously, none of that, none of that. I'm I know it's own. just like it went in a totally like a direction. I'm like, what is he doing? Yeah. yeah, so I, I'm really glad that they brought J.J. Abrams back so he can actually finish the story that he set up um hopefully they get to right those wrongs of what they did with um uh going into hyperspace and destroying a, such a humongous you know star destroyer basically uh we'll we'll see yeah definitely definitely so yeah that was that was one of the big things that they showed so there's another thing that they showed us here uh they showed us a game by ea that was put out that they're gonna that they're gonna release it's called star wars jedi fallen order Yes. And it's a single-player game starring a Jedi survivor who actually survived Order 66. Um, so what do you think? Did you see any of the trailer for that, for Fallen Order? Uh, I saw some screen caps. Screen caps, okay. And yeah, what do you think? Um, do you think it looks good? or? I don't really trust EA anymore when it comes to Star Wars games. Um, they They have some good content when it comes to these things uh but we'll we'll see how this goes yeah i know that i mean they i don't know <laughs> they they screwed up battlefront really that, bad yeah like so how, that, the microtransactions really did it that's the yeah that's, the thing that, that that's it why i mean with this being a, a solo game maybe um but when it when it comes to star wars and ea they don't really have that great of a history so i'm i'm kind of wary about it um Especially because, like, they always have really good trailers. It always looks really good. And then you go to play it, and you're like, really? That's it? So. Yeah. Seriously. Seriously. So um, another thing that we mentioned last week was about the Disney Plus streaming service. So they gave us a little trailer for the Clone Roars, and they brought Ahsoka Tano in. And it's like, wow. You know? Uh, did you take a look at that? Did you see that Ahsoka Tano, Captain Rex, and then some of the other Clone Wars gang are coming back here? Yeah. Um, Ashley Eckstein, was at, she took over D23's um, Instagram for a little bit, too. Um, so she was, like, showing people or the people that follow them on Instagram around the whole celebration. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. So, I mean, Clone Wars, um, I'm <laughs> that was I really loved it. I. I watched it when it was on Netflix, and then I said, that's it? That's the end? Really? How are you going to do that, right? Um, they did bring Ahsoka into Star Wars Rebels, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, she was in that. But, you know, we needed the Clone Wars closure, you know? Yeah. They, they never closed it for us, but I guess they will now. Um, yep, Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Um, speaking of Disney Plus, they also 
showed us some footage from um, The Mandalorian. Uh, and that happened to, on Sunday night. Uh, they, showed, they had a panel. Um, there was a, some footage for that, that series. Um, did you watch any of that? Did you see any of that Mandalorian footage? No, I didn't get to see it. Too focused on uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the things. But, you know, it's pretty cool. It looks very good. It looks like a movie every every single time it's, you know, it's on there, you know? I mean, with that budget, you would expect it, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping it's really good. I'm hoping it's, it's something that's, you know, because The Mandalorian is about Boba Fett, right? So, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, so that was another thing that they did. And then let's, now let's talk about Galaxy's Edge, because they had a whole panel about Galaxy's Edge. Um, earlier in the week, they had teased some... Some things like some of the products they were showing. Did you see the Coca-Cola product bottles that they're going to be showing there? Yeah. What did you think? They're pretty cool. To me, it looked like thermal detonators. Yeah, they did. (laughs) But at first I thought it was like BB-8-ish. Resembling it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they they look like thermal detonators. Right. Exactly. I'm just like, wow, they're selling us thermal detonators here that we're supposed to drink. Um, Yeah. But yeah, um, that was that was the first thing that they kind of teased at us. Uh, Josh Gad again was the surprise host for this panel about Galaxy's Edge. Uh, they had a an introductory video, and then they they brought the panel on stage. Um, then there's some more. They they showed some renderings of what we're gonna see at Galaxy's Edge. Um, again, they had a ride vehicle for Rise of the Resistance in like the the area, the showcase area, not not necessarily in the panel, you know. So mm-hmm. people got to see that, and I guess they also talked about it during the panel. Um, it was very short. Uh, they didn't really tell much. They showed the, the same teaser trailer that they showed us you know, before uh, that Disney created. Um, but the thing that they did mention is that the trailer itself was shot in the attraction. So if you remember the trailer that they were showing where there's the stormtroopers walking and then you're in the ride vehicle, you know? Yeah. That was shot in the ride, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean the detail—it just looks like you're you're in a destroyer or something, you know? Yeah, I think the interesting thing about um, one of the interesting things about Galaxy's Edge is, is how immersive it's really going to be. Yes, um, especially with the technology that they're incorporating, uh, because they're they're also going to throw in Play Disney into this so you have different functionalities with with play disney and and uh, galaxy's edge yeah so that's that is one of the things that they did mention during the panel or is that there are a lot of things in the play disney app that will finally actually it, it looks like they're even going to to come up with like sub groups and things of inside the, the the app itself where you you unlock different um like translators or you know, things that are needed when you get close to um, interactive elements, right? Yeah, yeah. So instead of, so like, picture being in a Harry Potter park and having an exclusive wand, um, if you just download the Play Disney app, you can actually play with the park itself rather than buying um, something to interact with the park. Right, so it's like taking a device you already own and then interacting with the park that way, right? Right, which I think is really cool. Yeah, definitely. It, give, definitely. it gives you uh, more money to spend on other things. <laughs> yeah, like your own hand-built lightsaber. So that yeah. was another thing that they talked about during the panel about designing and building your own lightsaber. And it's going to be one of the expensive things that you can spend your money on, right? 
Yeah, they said it's going to be, quote-unquote, the best uh, lightsaber you could ever buy on the market. I don't know about um, that. We'll, we'll see. We'll because, see. you know, the fans have, you know, they put out some really, really good, authentic-looking lightsabers, right? Yeah, I mean, like, my friend, is, like, it's one of his hobbies. Mm-hmm. So so we'll we'll see. We'll yeah, see yeah, Disney. I mean, if how he judges that, right? You'll, we'll see yeah. what comes out of it. Uh-huh. But All yeah, right. just yeah. just in in general, it's really it's really cool with what they're doing with the technology. Um, but I'm a little scared with apps crashing. Um, oh man, you know, just with don't... the sh- sheer number of people. Uh, but yeah. but so far, the Play Disney <laughs> app itself has been stable. Um, yes. With what they've tested it in the parks, so hopefully expanding it to the level that they're expanding it to doesn't cause it to crash. That's all I'm so, hoping. So, okay, arguably, what they currently have in the parks isn't that much, so... Exactly, it's not as in-depth as as what they're proposing here, you know? Right, and I barely open the app because it's not the greatest right. Yeah, app. exactly. So now so... now that we have something to use it on, you know, maybe it's it's going to be worth it to use it, right? Yeah, we'll probably be I'm just... Pulling out every time, pull, pulling out our phones every time we go in there. I'm just scared it's going to crash because, as it is, the Disneyland app crashes almost constantly. Same thing with the Disney World one. It's just... Yeah. So, I mean, they can't even get those right. I don't know. Um, Yeah. But, you see, it might work to their benefit by causing people to say, hey, the app doesn't work. I'm getting out of here. You know, because, you know, you can't really be interactive if you can't do stuff on the app, right? Uh... Um, Other than, than, you know... The info, your info is on your magic band if you're at Disney World or on your app when you're at Disneyland. And then, you know, the characters and stuff will interact with you based on the info from your app. Um, Right. They'll have the info and they'll be able to interact with you that way. But, I mean, there's some stuff that you have to use the app, the Play Disney app for, that you probably, if it's glitchy, you'll be like, uh, eh, you know, meh. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't know if it's going to work as a detriment to the experience or if it you know uh, hopefully it's just it, it it works hopefully it works yeah we'll see so another thing they mentioned about the cantina was that the sit down portion is not going to be open when disney when the disneyland one opens um makes sense so they're just going to have the bar open and that only has a capacity of i think 30 people Oof, good <laughs> so, luck. i mean if everybody's trying to get a drink there it's going to be you're going to have a line. Yeah. Just like the line for Smuggler's Run that's going to happen, you know. Good luck. Uh, so, uh, but it's going to be cool because they're going to have DJ Rex playing his music and you'll be able to see it. Um, and Paul Rubens is going to voice DJ Rex as well. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be cool. Uh, I think no- it's cool that they added backstory to, to all of this stuff, though. Right, um, right. The backstory. They created a whole universe for yeah. the characters that they're they're in, putting into the the land here, right? Mm-hmm. Especially with uh, with Rex, they they basically his backstory was that how he transitioned from Star Tours to Batu was uh, he joined the rebellion and then crash land after a, an epic Tie Fighter chase, and right, he right, right. landed on Batu and they repaired him into a DJ. And there you go. And then he's a DJ DJ Rex, you know? Yeah. So that's just a small bit of the the backstory too, because they. They basically are allowing the cast members to create their own their immersive own. experience yeah, too. Yeah. So I think that's really cool and really um, innovative on Disney's part. Yeah. So like, I'm I'm wondering if you know you ask a cast member how did you end up here if they're gonna yeah. have their own unique story. Yeah. And there's actually while we're on this topic, they're saying that Galaxy's Edge is gonna be canon. 
So there's gonna there's a book that's out that's called uh, Star Wars Pirates Price mm. um, that you can read about Hondo Onok and how yeah. he he uh, came to acquire the the Falcon. Oh, which really? ends up on Batu. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, that's why the Falcon's on Batu. Okay. Yeah. So uh, and then there's also a five part series from Marvel Comics that you can pre order, um, which introduces uh, Doc Ondar, the Ithorian that runs the black market in town. Mm. So, wow. <laughs> yep, there's a lot of canon that's going around um, Batu to really incorporate it into the Star Wars universe. Uh, yeah, that's pretty cool that they're just they're coming up with all these stories so that it's not, um, you know, just all over the place. It's, right. it's something where there's a story for it and it's supposed to work with the universe that you're mm-hmm. living in there. Yeah. So let's talk about um, Millennium Falcon Sm- Smuggler's Run a little bit here. Uh, it's going to be super interactive. Um, the way that it was explained, you're going to have the ability to actually fly the ride, meaning you can crash it into space junk, or you can yep. also be the greatest pilot in the world and then come out clean. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's really cool is that the hallway you walk out of in the ride, uh, it's going to look changed depending on how much damage you did to the ship. Yeah. Um, so part of me kind of wants to crash it just on purpose. To see what happens, right? To see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know how much time I'll have. But I want to at least like succeed once and then like fail epically right. to see how badly it, you know, how how it looks. Yes, yes. Uh, so another thing they talked about was the animatronics that are going into it. Um, they showed a clip of Hondo Anaka who's going to greet you. Um, and did you see Hondo and his a- a- actions there? Mm, I don't think I did. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, there's a clip of him, and it, he looks pretty realistic. He kind of reminded me of the the stuff that they put into um, Pandora, because that looks really realistic as well. Um, and I've seen clips of that, and it's it looks really good. Um, <laughs> he looks like an alien, you know, like a real one. Yeah. Um, and then they're going to have some classic characters like Yoda, who's in return, but we don't know how he's going to be back. But Frank Oz is going to do the voice again. Um, so, yeah. We were talking about uh, the technology from the Play Disney Parks app. Um, so it's going to help you to find Easter eggs um, in the park, which is going to be yeah. really cool. You know. Um, so the final thing that they did at that panel uh, for Galaxy's Edge is they showed some new footage from the site. Uh, it was cool because it's not just renderings, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and the detail is just amazing. So... Uh, what do you think overall of, of Galaxy's Edge here? I'm, I'm still scared. <laughs> You're still scared. You're still scared. Yeah. I mean, I'm super excited for it um, and for it to finally be open, but I'm still scared. And I don't know when I'm going to be able to go into the parks or see it in person. So uh, one of the things I was, I was hoping they would do is announce how they're going to do the reservation system for, for Disneyland. Because we know yeah. at Disney World, there's no reservation. You just line up. <laughs> right. But- I think... They might be trying to gauge, like, at the moment, what the reservations are at resort um, because it's automatic, right, for for that time period. Um, I think they're probably still trying to figure out the logistics because I think you mentioned a a few weeks ago about a block, like time blocks. Yes, for the the hotel guests. Yeah. So they're going to do time blocks. So even if you're a hotel guest and you're automatically in, you're not going to be in the whole day. Uh, obviously, you, they can't accommodate all the guests that are staying there, you know? 
for that yeah. day. So you're going to be assigned a day and time uh, yeah. during your stay where you got to come in. You're going to have a certain time, amount, like amount of time in the land and then you're going to be out and then the next group will come in. And yeah. also they're going to sweep it to make sure nobody's in when the next group comes in so that you're not, you know, hiding, you know, and, and trying to stay in longer, you know? Yeah. So I'm just thinking, you know, maybe they're going to put, uh, give you some wristbands with a different color depending on what time you're coming in so that you don't um, go in when you're not supposed to, you know? Right. Um, but that's pretty, that's pretty crazy the way that they're doing that. Um, I still want to know when I can try to make my reservation because I want to try. <laughs> Good luck, sir. Yeah, uh, I'm going to try, but I don't know if it's going to happen. They, they still haven't announced how it's going to work. Yeah, um, I, I feel like I've learned my lesson um, <laughs> from uh, Little Mermaid. Oh, uh, right, there, where you're, there, we're standing in line for yeah, there a two-minute ride. Yeah, there are things that are worth waiting for, and uh, I've waited this long to be immersed into the Star Wars universe. I think I can wait a little bit longer. Yeah, I kind of just want to do it for the, you know, for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so kind of kind of want to get our, our, our guy, you know, our, um, our name out there. So sure, sure. But yeah, if we're successful, then we'll probably have some vlogging for you guys. Um, if we're not successful, then we'll do it at a later date. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, especially because well, we're going to try during the D23 Expo to, mm -hmm. to get in. So yep. hopefully we're all there to well, well, we will be all there to to show you the three of us at the park. I mean, it's probably going to be a rope drop, so yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're gonna <laughs> mad have to dash. Mad dash dash it to Galaxy's Edge. Um, yeah. And uh, later in the year, that's when they're going to open up the rest of the the rest of the park. So yeah. All right. Um. So overall, what did you think of the Star Wars Celebration 2019 in Chicago? What did you think of uh, all the reveals and the things that they showed? I thought it was crazy. Um. I'm like, so what are they going to reveal at the other cons that? They that they're gonna be at now um because they've they've revealed so much already um it kind of makes me excited for d23 expo to see what new stuff they reveal maybe they'll they'll reveal even more uh star wars content uh because they they tend to divide it by uh different um indi uh what, what do you call it the the different ips they own so mm -hmm. they have like uh lucas films they have live action disney and then they have like marvel right so it's going to be interesting what offering Lucasfilms has. Yeah, uh, D23 Expo, it's going to be it's going to be interesting as I agree because what what else can they do with Star Wars? They're already ending the Skywalker saga here with episode 9. Um, so what's next for the film franchise? I know Bob Iger mentioned that they're going to put the films on hold while they focus on Disney Plus. Um, but you know, it's interesting to see what they're going to do after Galaxy's Edge has already been fully opened and integrated into the Disney parks, what's next, right? Wasn't there a rumor that um, the co-writers and producers of uh, Game of Thrones signed on for three movies for Star Wars? Yeah, there was, but I mean, if the CEO himself is saying they're going to take a break from Star Wars, I'm, uh, I'm assuming that might have been shelved. Um, we'll see. Because... Yeah, I mean, we'll see how it works because the the thing is, I I feel like the flop of Solo is the reason why they're Bob was saying this, you know, that they're gonna um they're gonna shelve some of the the Star Wars cinema movie going movies for now. Yeah, but how can you put the 
failures of one movie out of like what is it like 12 now well i mean the, the so it wasn't just solo if you look at rogue one that didn't perform well either yeah but it has a better following than last jedi that too see that one was another one that failed last jedi see uh, it well quote it unquote, quote unquote failed. failed even though it made a lot of money yeah um but it was a theoretical failure you know like in theory it failed because the people were not happy so, yeah, but they still gave him their money. Yeah, they gave him their money's worth for sure. Um, but even Mark Hamill wasn't happy with what they did to Luke. So, well, obviously, <laughs> he was he was very vocal about it. Yeah. Um, we'll see what happens in terms of uh, Star Wars movies. So, yeah. All right. Um, so, yeah, to wrap it up, the celebration I believe was a success for for what it was. You know. Yeah. They revealed a lot of things like you know Lego Star Wars and. Things of that nature, everything, games and movies, and they had the, the stars there, and it was pretty successful for that. Um, and so, do you have anything that for closing thoughts for any for us for our listeners here? Um, around the Star Wars celebration. Yeah, or or anything in general, like just for closing thoughts. Um, I just want to say thank you for continuing to listen to our podcast. Um, hopefully you enjoyed our discussion on the Star Wars celebration. Um, personally, I think that Star Wars is such a big um, IP that they could probably do something like this every year um, and it would really hold up. Uh, so hopefully they can expand it, um, but still trying to keep things close to the chest so that we still have more things to discuss in in like Comic-Con and, and D23 Expos every other year. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed listening and um, continue to subscribe if you haven't already and uh, continue to tune in. So thanks, guys. I also want to thank all our listeners for continually supporting us and for tuning into the show. As Rissa mentioned, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to our podcast. Just hit that subscribe button. It's free. And then uh, make sure to leave us a rating and review so that we will it'll help our show grow as well. So I would like to thank you and also... Remember to keep your watches synced to Disney time. So thank you. See ya. Disney.